Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman. Davey, how are you? I'm okay. Hey, remember that time you almost burned down our apartment? Yeah. And then you almost burned down apartment again? Yeah, it was sad. I... Today? This yeah. morning? It's the worst way to wake up. When... I mean, it was fine. Man. But, um... What did you do? I got home a bit late last a night. A bit late? And I was hungry. Nowhere was open. Domino's was closed. Oh. I've got a free pizza from Domino's coming, by the way. I've, I've scored my 50 points. Right. Um, that's exciting. Uh, How are you supposed to do that if you don't have a house? Yeah. To live in? I made quesadillas, put it in the oven. Quesadillas. And fell asleep. You fell a fucking sleep. And I, I show up. you this morning, I'm like, yo, look at this. It's like coal. <laughs> and you say... Hey, put it in the microwave for a few minutes, it will soften it up. I'm like, I'm not eating that, it's black. Like, we woke like up. what colour is it meant to be? Quesadilla colour, not fucking black. We woke up. And then you drop it on the floor and you just left it there. So we just got this shattered black quesadilla across our kitchen floor. It's not mine. Neither's all the dishes I washed last night. <laughs> you washed dishes to make the quesadillas yes. and didn't even eat it. Well. I woke up and I was like, he's still asleep because I didn't hear you. And I'm like, but something someone's like, he's making food. It's not good, yeah? I'm like, is he making eggs or something? Like, what's I don't do eggs. Smell it. Yeah, I know. You're weird. And I'm like, what's that smell? I'm like, whatever. So I go back to sleep. And then when you come back. That smells like burning. No, no it didn't. 
<laughs> it didn't smell like burning, I swear. It smelled like eggs and rancheros or whatever. And then you give me this, like, big black disc. <laughs> disc? Yeah, that's yeah. big black disc. Let's talk about BBC. <laughs> BBD. Um, so we didn't have a fire. We survived. Again. Did you make yourself breakfast ramen? No, I didn't. I you, didn't. You've got an obsession with ramen. No, I have an obsession with, like, soup and noodles in general. But you, you like, wake up and... No, I actually never do that. Oh. I had a Jamaican patty for breakfast. Yeah? How's it's that? It's not anywhere better than ramen. But I didn't <laughs> fucking burn the house down making it, either. <laughs> put it in the toaster. Oh, I was so food. upset. It was good. Like, I knew it was going to be good. I the put, like, a, Yeah, I put a drip of, like, your uh, death sauce in it. Wow. and Yeah, I was sad. Like, I was looking at it this morning, I'm like, can I eat that? <laughs> That's why I picked it up off the table again the second time. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if I can eat this. And that's when it dropped and it's shattered into a million pieces. And you just left it It's there. like when Spider-Man finds the black symbiote, but it's like the coal, the, yeah. the black piece of thing. That's what your quesadilla was. <laughs> this big... Yeah, very sad. I made another one and it just wasn't the same. Right, sure. Uh, well, I'm happy our place didn't burn down. The yeah. BDE is still fine, so there's that. Um, how are you other than that? How, are you, how have you been? Yeah, I've been okay. Had the last couple of days off. Uh, went to see uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, wow. the Queen movie. How was it? It's okay. Oh, you're um, a big Queen fan. I, I love you're Queen. You're a Brit. You They're my favourite band. Right. Um, and I think... Uh, Remy Malik is fantastic. He's sure. so good as Freddy. Um, I'm sure he's going to get some sort of recognition for it. Like sure. he's really, really good. The script is just like hokey. It's just really bad dialogue. Hmm. Um, loads like, of the characters are just caricatures. There's no real depth to any of them. Like, the music's great, obviously, because sure. it's Queen, and the bits when they've, like, recreated Wembley, and it's pretty much shot for shot of these concerts. Um, that's fantastic. But it kind of glosses over everything a bit quickly, I feel. Um, I feel like that's most movies about music. Though. Yeah, it's... They, they land their record deal, pack. like, super quick. Right. The arguments are, like, over with straight away. Mm. I just felt... I described it as fluffy. It was right. just... A pretty fluffy film and I I feel biopics are often better when they they pick just a moment like rather than trying to cover a whole life because there's so much to cover in two hours sure it's better when they're like um like the the JF not yeah was it the JF not JFK Tupac. Lincoln the Lincoln film is just about like him changing the amendment right like uh, abolishing right, slavery yes, yes. and it's just about that moment and you're still learning about the guy's life but it's just with this condensed time yeah that was a good move whereas to go from like the band them starting off to being successful to breaking up to getting back together again to Freddie getting AIDS to Freddie dying right. and Spoilers. it's just yeah sorry um, I don't know it was just rushed and Fluffy. I feel like because the cause, dialogue was bad. Because I I like like the hip hop movies. Yeah. Straight out of Compton, like blew everyone out of the water. Such a good movie. And then they tried to like backpack off that and started making so many more movies. Yeah. And the Tupac movie came out and it had the same criticism like you just said about this Bohemian rap. Yeah. Like, it's just like you go over things and it's just like fluffy kind of stuff. Yeah. Whereas I remember like the Doors movie, the Oliver Stone one. Like they right. kind of go. 
people hated that one too, but they go into depth about how like Jim Morrison was like kind of crazy into drugs. Yeah. Like they they mentioned that a lot, but it feels like this new one, Bohemian, they kind of just they they go over it, gloss like over it's, a lot. Yeah, I mean it's it's in there, but it's just like what I mean. It feels very PG. Yeah, I don't um, like which is, and apparently that's why. Uh, because this project's been on for years. Like, yes. Sasha Baron Cohen yeah, yeah. Uh, was originally right. on it. Uh, Brian Singer directed it to start with and apparently had a falling out with uh, the mm. lead. Um, but apparently Sasha Baron Cohen, they kind of mu- mutually agreed to not go ahead because he felt it was that, too, too fluffy. fluffy. And I know a lot of people think of him as comedy and stuff, so probably would have thought it'd be the other way around. Right. But he's like, no, I'm playing Freddie fucking Mercury. Right. Like, we need the... The drugs and the sex. But you still liked it. Well, that it's Queen. Yeah, like it's I can't fun. not like. What would be another m- movie about a band or an artist that you would want to really go see? Well, they're doing the Elton John one. Oh, uh, see, that's that coming out fun. soon. Um, I want uh, a Fleetwood Mac movie. I want yeah. to hear about all the fucked up sex they were having. I want to see that in a movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> I've already seen Straight Outta Compton. I've seen Tupac, the Notorious, the Biggie movie. Yeah, that was really good. People like that one. But I'm trying to think of like big bands or artists that like haven't really had their... You've had the Beatles and Elvis like TV movies. Kind steps. Of What's Steps? Oh, you don't know Steps? No. They're great. Is it a band? It's a band. Well, it's, it's already not band. interested. It's, you know S Club 7? I'm already not interested <laughs> in seeing... See, make a movie about the Spice Girls. Yeah. Let's go. And then Spice Girls see. the movie. Yeah. Oh, I oh I know all the lines. <laughs> Don't ever question me about Spice World. I had the VHS the day it came out. Did you have the lunchbox? I had. Everyone at school had the lunchbox. I look as we record this. My laptop has a ginger spice nice uh, bubblegum sticker. Is that who you were? Um, you? Well, because I was baby. I like no. baby the most. Yeah. Uh, the blonde pigtails yeah. and a lollipop. Like, yeah. come on. Cute. But uh, ginger, I like because I associate with her. Yeah. My beard, ginger. Yeah. You know. You often walk all around wearing a Union Jack dress. Usually I do. Actually, that's you, because you're the Brit in the household. But, um, yeah, I would watch a Spice Girls, like, but you couldn't have that so fluffy. I want to see all the cat, you know, like, claws come out in the movie like that. But I don't know. Have, you, like, heard, have you heard of the Sugar Babes? The Sugar Babes? Yeah. No. So they're... It's, you're just naming terrible... It's this trio. Like, yeah, I uh, One it. of their songs are in uh, Love Actually. Sounds um, great. But... Every member of the band has been replaced. So so one dr- dropped out, they replaced her with another, and that was like the core three for a while. Right. Then the second dropped out, and they replaced her with another. Then a third dropped out. That's so then terrible. the band is now three completely different women. And then the original Sugar Babes got Sugar back together. Babes. But because it's like, um, like owned by the label, now they're back together. They can't be called Sugar Babes, so they had to become another band even though it's all three of the original members that's a movie right there wow yeah. that is a movie actually sugar all right sure what would you call it sugar Bates. sugar Bates a movie wow yeah uh there's some band in like <laughs> there's like a, a pop band or something in like japan i think it was when i was there watching tv one time and there's this like girl band that has like 40 members mm. and they'll swap the members out like right giving a fuck like they don't care and imagine like years later where they make a movie about 40 fucking <laughs> members of this Japanese pop band <laughs> that'd be lit uh well I'm sa- I'm sorry to hear that you didn't really like Bohemian I Rhapsody. didn't I didn't hate it like <clears throat> I'd say the same thing I said about uh The Nun like 
Was it better than The Nun? Yeah. I mean, better performances. Um, right. But it's like, I enjoyed it. It wasn't two hours of my life where mm-hmm. I'm going, oh, this needs to end. I'm so bored. I enjoyed it. I was just like, meh. You know Mike Myers is in the film? Which? Like Canadian Mike Myers. In Queen? Yeah. Oh, well, hey. Like, they've got him basically, spoilers, just to, he's like the radio producer. Nice. And he's like, um... No one's going to put on uh, a six-minute song. Uh, uh, teenagers are never going to be banging their heads right, to this right, music. And it's just like, you've uh, only uh, been cast for this line, that's pretty funny. much. Well, he, he's he, good. He's he brought good. that song like even bigger to oh, yeah. what it was. Like, that's already... Queen was already huge. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. But in the early 90s, when Wayne's World... Mm. When that dropped, that scene... Like, like, that's how... Like, Wayne's World is the movie that, like, made my sense of humor. Mm. But, like he said, I guess, in that movie, that's six minutes of that fucking movie is that song. So, like, as a kid, I knew all the lyrics of that song. Nowadays, we go to karaoke, it's, like, it's overdone. It's banned. Yeah, it's, like, banned. And I'm happy about that, because... Bohemian Rhapsody is such a good song, but you don't want to like overkill. It's like you hear how many times can you hear "Don't Stop Believing" from Journey? Yeah. You get bucked and done with yeah. it. But in Wayne's World, when they did that, like that scene is really like epic. One of the things I did like they they covered. Do you know the song "Love of My Life"? Not. It's so much from uh, a Night at the Opera album. Okay. It's a really really good song, but it's not their big hit. big hits. Right. And I like that they covered it because it was he wrote it for. Uh, the woman he married. Sure. Because, you know, Freddie was married for okay. a bit. And he always says, like, she was the love of my life. Yeah. He, he's gay, but, like, this is the woman that, like... Right. He liked. Yeah, yeah. he's just... It's a different kind of love. And he sure. wrote this song about her. Damn. And I like that they covered that song because I thought it's so easy just to go through all the hits sure. that everyone knows. But We like, Are the Champions? Yeah. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't you know, know a lot of queens. Yeah, I do. Yeah, they're but good. Bohemian Rhapsody, obviously the the number the one. The goat. The goat, if you will. So, yeah. Um, what else has been going on? What have you been up to? Uh, not too much. What have we been doing? We watched. Uh, well, you watched Crown Jewel. Yeah. I caught the end of it. I watched the main event with you, but um, didn't really uh, look like if I shrunk, got old, and lost a lot of weight. And learned how to do moonsaults where I land on my face. Looked like I was wrestling on I it. I thought it was Joey Mercury who joined DX. Shawn <laughs> um, Michaels. Yeah. You know, I I didn't have anything to do that day. And it's quite nice waking up and being Watching like, wrestling. oh, there's an event on at 12 in the afternoon. Sure. But, oh man, it was... Not good? No, but I I enjoyed it. It was sure. just... It was so dumb. Like, yeah. the whole Shane McMahon thing. It was so dumb. It's like... How can I, like, they're doing this deliberately, right? It's got to be a joke. This is, like, a joke they're playing. That sucks, yeah. That's um, That's why I don't watch Main Roster. I don't haven't know. watched it for a while. Um, well, I didn't really watch that. I mean, I watched the main event with you. I remember watching that. It was very interesting, to say the least. DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. You've got to uh, see what Kane looks like. It's crazy. The, the strangest thing was, uh, there's a part in this match where Shawn Michaels punches Kane... And his mask falls off. And for this whole time, I had no idea that the mayor of Knox <laughs> County was Kane. Right. It's crazy, right? What a reveal. He's a demon. He was revealed. He was he on Never national pay-per-view TV. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was outed as the mayor there. Uh, no consequences no. thus far. So who knows what other 
masked wrestlers could be, you know, political figures. Yeah. You don't know. Like, Jushin Thunder Tiger could be Donald Trump. <laughs> For all we know. Sad, we don't know. Have you ever seen him in the same room at the same time? Jushin Liger. It's not Liger. <laughs> I know. Tiger. You call him Justin Tiger something. Yeah, you're right. Has Donald Trump and Jushin Liger been in the same room at the same time? Yeah. We're going to need someone to fact check. Yeah. It's, that's a, you could be like honest and shit. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine? <laughs> wow. They're both like, actually, Donald Trump's maybe a little taller. A bit bigger. Well, it's but, yeah. old. Yeah. Now. Oh, <laughs> he, he, is he coming here this weekend? Uh, is he? Oh, <coughs> for Ring of Honor? I think so. <clears throat> we saw him last year, didn't we? I have a selfie with him somewhere. I don't know where it is, but um, this Sunday at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto, it is Ring of Honor Global Wars with New Japan, and we're going to that thanks to our good, good friend, Jordan. If you're listening, we love you. Um, we're going to the Global War show, and uh, it looks pretty fun. Uh, I know there's... I don't know the... I can't find the card right off the top here, but uh, which they should. Their website needs to get together. Their honestly. website's terrible. Um, but, like, the Young Bucks versus Kushida and Chris Sabin is the, the match I'm seeing, I want to really see. And Trent Beretta versus uh, Cody Rhodes should be really good as well. Um, what's the deal with... Uh, all these guys leaving, quote unquote, leaving the Bullet Club. Um, do you think they're going to yeah. make their way over to WWE? So who Adam Page is? Uh, it was Adam Page that said he was no longer involved with the Bullet Club, and then now the other guys I think are slowly coming out saying that they're not Bullet Club related. They're the elite, I guess. Right? Wouldn't that be it? Like they maybe they want to own their own. They want to just be the elite, mm -hmm. right? That could make more. That could make a lot of sense. But do you see any of them making the jump? Do we see War Games, Undisputed Era versus War Raiders, Ricochet and Pete Dunne, and Hangman Page comes out to save Undisputed Era? I mean, what's the deal with his contract? Is yeah, I don't know. It is he one of the ones that it's due up in January as well? Could be. Um, I don't know. I think it's all just an angle. I think I don't. Sure. I don't think they're going. Um, I think. I actually think of the people uh, there. Page is one who I think would do very well in WWE and would actually, uh, I think, raise his stock a lot because the others have so much already about them from the sure, outside. Right. It's, uh, unless you get the AJ treatment, like sure. you've got to come in as a huge guy. Whereas. He's someone I can see them liking, but and molding them into him into a WWE, WWE guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because he's not going to be a hangman. On right, right. Is he? I, I mean, I, I really liked his work at All In. I thought he really shined he in that match, yeah. in that show. So, yeah, you know what? He could be a thing. But they all were, have been talking about the Bullet Club, like the Parcher thing. So They released like their final shirt. Yeah, I want it. I want that Buck shirt. It's got the Golden Elite kind of colors, mm. and it's the Bullet Club, but the Young Buck style. Um... Yeah, it's interesting. So we're going to be there. If you are in Toronto or visiting for this show, uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram and let us know. Hit us up. We can say hi at the show. we got some post-wrestling stickers. We will be there with John Pollock and Wei Ting. So look out for us, the post-wrestling crew, Sunday, November 11th, 
uh, Remembrance Day. Yeah. Uh, for the Global War show at the Gardens at the Bray D at Davy Portman. Let us know if you'll be there. We're also hoping to attend the wrestling trivia show yeah. uh, next Wednesday, Wednesday the fourteenth. Yeah. So um, this 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 guy uh, who does the trivia, it's WWE Trivia To. Uh, on Twitter at WWE Trivia To, he he, uh, I, I'm forget, I'm blanking on who actually runs this account, but he's run things in Toronto like trivia nights, and it's been packed. Like people, me and uh, uh, some friends showed up before, and we we got turned away. It's so packed right. when we showed up late. But uh, so go check out their show because they're doing this thing in Toronto, and they're doing Survivor Series trivia, and. Uh, in support of Roman Reigns, they're going to be donating uh, $10 for every team that they get oh, nice. to Leukemia uh, Society of Canada. So that's pretty interesting yeah. and pretty amazing. So that is on Wednesday, If you again, if you're in the area. Come along, see see what frauds Braden and I are, actually are that, that we don't know shit about. <laughs> um, like, I feel like I know... There's only room in your in the human brain. There's only room for so much knowledge and information. Mm. Half my brain is song lyrics. Yeah. If you know me well enough, you you probably think I'm crazy because I know so many lyrics to so many mm. fucking songs. The other half, wrestling knowledge. That's all I have. That's all I got. There's nothing. And else you're going slowly on. killing all those brain yeah. cells as well. Yeah. So everything's going. Away. I really don't have anything else going. Um, so if me and you were a trivia team for WWE trivia, we'd do okay. I think I'm I'd be good at things I remember watching. I think my general trivia beyond that, like right. name the two teams in the right. main event of Survivor Series See, this is where or whatever, I'd be like, I don't know, so Bruce the Barber Beefcake. We'd come like second Who knows? third place out of like a lot of teams, I'm sure we would. But if we really wanted to win, mm. we'd bring in John Pollock. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's unfair. Isn't yeah, it, it is. <laughs> he should be banned from playing wrestling-related trivia. Uh, he could tell you the date of like when Brutus the Barber Beefcake did some shit. Like he could tell you when this is happening. So, uh, yeah, WWE trivia, um, November fourteenth in Toronto. Go check it out at WWE Trivia To. Also, the Friday night uh, before Survivor Series, before uh, War Games, Survivor Strikes. In Toronto, if you've been listening to this show for quite a long time, maybe it sounds a little familiar. So go check out Survivor Strikes mm-hmm. here in Toronto as well. Um, so a lot of stuff going on the Survivor Series weekend, including our review of Takeover War Games. We will be doing a special. It's coming up, up soon. Yeah, next week. Essentially, one more. We've got one more edition of NXT after this week's, uh, and then yeah. We're, and it's looking like a great show. Yeah, so let's maybe go into some NXT and we can talk about it and get ready for War Games Takeover. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Did you just start a fire again? No. David almost just started a fire with a plug for the MacBook. Yeah, we got like... It sparked. Yeah. Oh, it always sparks. Everything sparks. Don't stop it. (laughs) 
One day, because uh, I've got a plug right by my bed. Yeah, me too. I hear, oh, oh, I hear I do this that noise too. and Kim's just like lying against it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Please move away. Please don't set on fire. <laughs> Actually, I have my whole setup for like, I got my speakers, a lamp, and like all these lights, and they all go into this one plug, and it's the same thing. It's the side of my bed. And one time I had the same thing. All of a sudden, I'm chilling in bed, I'm watching TV, and all of a sudden, uh, my friend rolls over and I hear and I look over and it's sparking and I quickly and I look, all the lights in my room start flickering like a horror movie and I quickly plug it back in and I'm like oh my god I don't know what just happened the, the BD is a decent place but it, the BD it, it had some flaws is, <laughs> did you hear um, John has nominated the BDE for a listener's party. Yeah, I'm in. You're up for it? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Me and you should start an event planning. If podcasting doesn't work out, yeah. you and I should start uh, an event planning because of the success of the Halloween party at mm. the BDE. We're gonna, we already have plans for the Christmas party. Yep. And now John is joking that they want to have a listener appreciation party. Well, guess what, guys? You're looking for a place. Look no further. We can have, like, uh, this could be the room where we will have guests signing... Signing postcards and things. Yeah, well, or, it'll be like WrestleCon, yeah. but like in the BD. Who shall we get? Who shall we have a, as our special ooh, guest? Ooh, like who's a real special like to guest? Tanker. Or... Um, uh... <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> Who would be the Virgil? <laughs> well, I don't. You know what? Maybe we don't want to play this game. Um, uh, we should. We should. Uh, you know, SummerSlam is coming yep. to the six in the summer. That's a long time ago mm. from now, but. I don't know about you, David. What are you doing before the takeover in Toronto in SummerSlam? Like, right before the show. Takeover tailgate has a nice ring to it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, what about, like, the up next takeover tailgate? Oh. Alright, we'll work on it. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know if you're coming to Toronto for the SummerSlam in months. Many, many months. Yeah. But, you know, the, the seed has been planted. Just saying. Uh, so, yeah, we should have a party here. Um, or not here. Let's talk about NXT from Wednesday, November 7th, 2018. The show starts off with a tag team match. It is the Forgotten Sons versus Heavy Machinery. Now, if you're like me and wondering who are the Forgotten Sons, the gimmick is you forget who they are. Except uh, Steve Cutler, uh, I remembered, is, is one of them because he's wearing this protective face mask that he got uh, injured in one of the tag team matches, like at the set of tapings before mm. this. Um, and he's still wrestling, so I have to give kudos to this guy, because he still chooses to fight. And it could, Yeah, it, I, it, I was surprised, because you had um, you have Jackson Riker, Riker on the outside. outside. And, like, and I think that's very telling. I think he's the guy they're protecting. Sure, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get into the match, but obviously Forgotten Sons took the loss here. Yeah. And... You think it's very easy. One of them slightly injured, just put in the other guy, and it's like, no, they clearly don't want him to have that loss just yet. Um, so I think he's going to be the guy with his two. He kind of looks like um, Mason Ryan. Do you remember Mason Ryan? Yeah, I had a weird dream the other night, and Lovely. Mason. No, but like it was like a weird. It was kind of like Zombieland. But instead of Bill Murray, I had Mason Ryan. Okay, so like a terrible fucking <laughs> dream. How did you get on? Did Did you survive? I survived. I don't think Mason he, Ryan. I don't think he did. <laughs> I don't think he did. Um, it was weird. So I, I don't know if this is like weird thing in my life, but watching this, I was like, "Yo, that guy looks like Mason Ryan." And I was like, "Holy shit!" I had a dream with Mason Ryan in it, but you know, didn't work out. 
Um, J Jackson Riker is is uh, not in this match, but he is the manager here. So it's Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler against uh, Otis Dozovich and Tucker Knight. Um, Dozovich, some point, hits the worm in the match. Uh, Wesley Blake goes for this armbar, which I might add was an ugly armbar. Dozovich gets out of it, lifts him up, gets a powerbomb spot here. Uh, Tucker Knight gets the tag in, hits like this, like, senton off the top rope, which looked pretty great, especially yep. for the guy his size. Uh, Cutler manages to fight back, hits a backstabber, and Blake hits an elbow drop while the knees are, like, still on the back there, off the top rope, which I thought was the finish, but he kicks out. Dozovich will not stay down. Um, there's a superplex and top rope frog splash combo by the Forgotten Sons. If you are a fan of NXT and been watching since the, like pretty much the beginning there, um, Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy, now WWE Champion, that was their finish. The Cruiserweight Champion. Sorry, did I say WWE, <laughs> WWE Champion? Soon, one day. Uh, go Aussie. Um, that used to be their finish, I think. It was the suplex. Buddy Murphy would do the running vertical suplex, and Wesley Blake would frog splash you yeah. right away. And they do that here, but it is Tucker Knight which breaks it up. So I thought that was a cool little callback, especially in NXT here. Um, the, the Heavy Machinery go for the compactor, but Knight gets dumped out of the ring, and then uh, there's like a, a Edge-O-Matic, if you remember that move, where you go behind the guy and pull yeah. it down right between your legs, essentially. That sounds weird. Um, but then... Um, it's not enough. Otis gets back up. There's a pop-up power slam, like a world's strongest slam, a one-man compactor, and Otis Dozovich pins Wesley Blake, or Steve Cutler. I actually do not remember which one, <laughs> and I'm not trying to be cheeky, uh, but they're the Forgotten Sons, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, Heavy Machinery wins. Yep. The right guys won, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When I started this match, I was like... This show, I gotta talk about the, the matches I watched. This is a match I would skip. And then near the end of it, I was like, hey, you know what? That was pretty fun. I got into it. So, I, you know what? I was wrong. And I, yeah, I'm a I completely agree. I, yeah. I put actually enjoying this. Yeah. I was surprised. Um, I think Heavy Machinery are great. I don't think it matters really if they win or lose. I think they're just sure. very popular. They remind me of like Attitude Era teams because everyone yes. was popular then. Right, everyone. Right wanted to see everyone yeah. no matter what their ability was right and i think they're just really entertaining all their stuff like otis on the ring apron the whole time shouting uh they're just really entertaining to watch what are you laughing at <laughs> not laughing at anything. i was listening to you <laughs> um yeah so i'm i'm big fans of them i think they might be trying to move them up into a title picture some eventually down the yeah line. yeah and if not put them on like a main roster like these are guys clearly that like they do a lot of the live shows for yeah. NXT and you get your money's worth out of these guys cuz yeah. they put on a fun match Absolutely. right so i like these guys especially Dozovich. oh he's, he's great so funny. he's so funny and you still follow them on their social medias they continue with their like silly antics yeah. and stuff so i like them and then when they win they like the camera shows them going up the apron like uh, apron uh, ramp celebrating and uh, Otis is like slapping uh, Tucker's chest he's like I love this guy I love this guy <laughs> <laughs> that's what you were saying when you got home really drunk last night you, I was asleep but you woke me up and you're like I love this guy you always say that when you're lit <laughs> I said that last night no I'm not laughing but you do say it a lot <laughs> you're like this guy 
Love this guy. <laughs> Otis's Otis's gimmick. Uh, we go backstage earlier in the day. It is Candice LeRae. She's trying to get into the Full Sail Arena, and uh, the interviewers here are trying to ask her some questions. And the voice was not Dan Matha, but it was Jeremy Borash. Oh, I followed him enough in my uh, wrestling fandom to recognize a voice here. Yeah. And, there. Uh, and he asked Candice, you know, where are you going? Where are you at here? She says. That she's not here to answer your questions. I've got my own questions. I've got questions for Nikki Cross. So if you can point me in the direction of her, sure. Other than that, get out of my way. I don't really understand her gripe with Nikki. It's because Nikki told everyone the truth. She's like, yo, my husband would have fucking got away with it. You had to go open your big mouth. That's what the storyline is. You think Candice... Sorry, Candice. <laughs> Do you think Candice knew... Already? Of course. You think she Any woman who never wears all black and black lipstick, then all of a sudden starts wearing all black with black lipstick? Come on. Come on. Come on. She looks good with it. She does, yeah. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, she's looking for Nikki Cross. You know why she couldn't find her? Because she's on SmackDown. Oh, is she? Yeah. Has Nikki, she... I didn't know that. Nikki Cross debuted this week on SmackDown oh. against Becky Lynch over in uh, the UK, over across the world. Oh, okay. It was UK. So probably not a full-time I feel like... I, uh, well, she, she she came out with Sanity, oh, and no. then she fought the match herself. Um, so I feel like Nikki Cross will be all right on SmackDown. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the characters on there. Yeah. Yeah, I can see her working better obviously, there than Obviously, before. they're going to go somewhere with this... Candace and Nikki thing. But yeah, that should be the storyline. Like, hey, Nikki, fuck. Yeah. Like, you're the one who spilled the beans, so I hate you. Yeah. It's a heel thing. I yeah. like it. It's great. Um, so we'll see that where that goes. Um, we get a, uh, an announcement saying that our, our producers have received a video from Mr. Johnny Gargano himself. It's an exclusive and we'll air it in its entirety tonight. So Gargano will respond to his recent actions and turn of events we go to Lars Sullivan he's in the back slapping himself in the head preparing for his match tonight against the Velveteen Dream but then we get a shot of him in a sailor's hat he, and a robe isn't that, is that your sailor's yeah, hat yeah he's wearing my he's, sailor's hat yeah. I haven't actually since yeah. the Halloween party I've lost I it. was thinking that I put it down on the chair one day and then the next it's day gone. gone Dream stole my, my hat my sailor's hat um, I'm the captain now uh, maybe he got it on the Jericho cruise <laughs> Dream was just on the cruise, hanging out. Uh, Dream is definitely wearing his best Hugh Hefner attire yeah. for tonight's match. Uh, I have a re reason why he's wearing the hat. I'll get to that later. Uh, we go to Shayna Baszler. She's with her squad, the MMA ladies, on the couch in the back here with Kathy Kelly. And she is reminding Shayna that perhaps Kyrie Sane will get a rematch at one point. And Shayna gets mad and says, listen, Kathy Kelly... I'm the first ever two-time NXT Women's Champion. This is where they're all interrupted by William Regal. Um, I'm blanking on Shayna's friends. Jasmine Duke, is it? She squares up to him like, yeah, yeah, she's yo, I'm going to fuck you up. Yo, she's like, yo. And it's like, this is your boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, that's Shayna's like, yeah, Shayna's like, yo, yo, relax. So who is that's, this guy? I'm going to fuck him up. That's why I wanted to bring that up because that's exactly that. So hats off to you, young lady. Uh, you look, I was scared for him. I was like, what? What are you doing? You're going to kill him. That'd be so great. Out of nowhere. That's how you introduce these ladies. Like, that's how you bring them in. Like, Shayna, this man's been f dicking you around with the title? Yo, fuck this guy. And they beat the shit out of him. Like, that'd be so good. 
Um, William Regal says that since Kyrie does in fact get a rematch, it's in her clause in her contract, she will at war games. And since you two are flip-flopping around back and forth, it'll be a two out of three falls match for the NXT women's title. So Kyrie versus Shayna, two out of three falls at TakeOver. Are we excited? I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. I've enjoyed all their matches. Uh, I see Shayna retaining. I think Shayna um, should. But uh, yeah, that should be great. It's it's definitely going to be a, the shows are starting to get longer, the TakeOvers. Yeah, they added time. Because we've, the main event itself will really have, yeah, with all the videos and everything going right, into it, right. probably, yeah, you're right, close to an hour. This will be probably 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else you have. Gargano add. Black isn't going to be short. No. Um, Dream Champer. Probably not. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a long Probably show. looking for a three-hour show now. Yeah, definitely. Um, depending what what else they add as well, right? So I assume Riddle and uh, we assume, Ono, but, we but it's know. not being announced. Yeah. So we still have one more week, so maybe they will. Um, so... Also, you, I don't like you just saying, yeah, Shane is going to retain. No, no, no. you got to stick by your girl. This is why you have relationship issues. <laughs> you got to stick by your girl. You can't flip-flop now. What are you talking about? I, I obviously so, sorry. Kyrie to win. Who is going to win? Kyrie. <laughs> Two straight fools. <laughs> yes. Um, Dakota Kai versus Tenora Conchi. Oh, my Conchi? other girl. Conchi. Conchi. Yeah, you can't have... That's what you're calling me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you love Tainara. I do as well. She's insane. She, that, hey, that's why I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like her for two different reasons, maybe. You, maybe her looks. And stop, you're causing another fire. No, I like her insanity. I like her when she's like licking her teeth, looking at her judo belt, and she's great. <laughs> right. Are you crazy? She yells it again yeah. in this match. I also like Dakota Kai, and I know that this match was definitely here to set up kind of like a little bump, a little push for yep. Dakota here, and that's what this was. This match, uh, honestly, it wasn't as much as I thought it was going to be. It was kind of a squash. Yeah. Um, I like both these women, actually, but I do like Kanshi when she does that crazy gimmick, and she does it in this match. Dakota basically tries to like out-wrestle the judo person. She's, Dakota is captain of Team Kick. Whatever that really means, but she's up against uh, Tenara, who's like a judo. The, the uh, commentators go into depth about how she looks up to Ronda Rousey, but mm. because of the judo stuff, not so much you know the new stuff that's been going on. And Dakota tries to like outkick and out wrestle her, and that's when Tenara fights back and says, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> she says in every match, and I love it. When's she gonna have a shirt? That says, "Are you crazy?" Oh, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dakota Kai gets kicked around. She gets kicked to shit, really. Uh, in the wrists and in like the joints and stuff. There was an awesome moment where she goes for like a like a handstand on the top rope. You know when you get Irish whipped in and you yeah, kind and of handstand and go over them. And she does that and Conchi just kicks her hand away. Right. I thought that looked awesome. Yeah, she kept doing it. So she kept working the, the stuff. But Dakota, Dakota finally fights back with a bunch of kicks of her own. And counter after counter finally hits the like float over backstabber and Dakota Kai pins Tenora Conchi. Um, the both are fine. I, I like both these women. Uh, I just feel like this was just kind of a match in the middle of nowhere for some reason. So um, I don't know. Are you crazy? Yeah, I just feel like maybe there's just a lot going on right now. It wasn't really needed, but it's cool to see their faces to remind you. Yeah, I think it's it's important to 
to just, as you said, give uh, Dakota just a little, little rise, um, have her in the back of your brain, being like, "Oh yeah, she's a contender." Um, and I see in like two years, I see Tainara Conchi being a big deal. I feel like she's like the Brazilian Alexa Bliss, exactly. Except can like judo throw you yeah. and like kill you and are you crazy mm. like it'll get over i feel like she is she has everything yeah so yeah um we go to mia yim she is backstage with kathy kelly she says that ever since she's been signed a few weeks back it feels like she's living her dream every day she wakes up and trains at the wwe performance center it's it's just a dream come true and bianca belair interrupts she says <laughs> Why are you interviewing this chick? And she's chewing gum, like, the most obnoxiously, like... She's doing, like, a... <laughs> she, she says, I'm undefeated. And this is where Mia Yim says, Well, the EST has not beat... The HBIC. The CIBC bank. Like, this <laughs> the is H bad. <laughs> The HBIC. Do you know what an HBIC is? The head baddie in charge. Now, do you really... Is this actually a thing, or has she just made this up? Listen, the head baddie in charge. If you ask me, I don't think she really wants to use the word baddie. I would presume they want to say head bitch in charge. Yeah. But they just don't want to do that. But I'm going to say I've never heard of it, because I actually have never... But we can like. Google yeah, this. it, it doesn't, doesn't quite have the same ring to it as uh, EST. Yeah. Well, she calls herself the Blasian Baddie. That's cool. But and Bianca Belair basically summed up what I thought. She was like, "Girl, nah." <laughs> like, apparently, it's from it, it got. It, it is a thing. Oh, I've it's never from heard. Riverdale is what made him even more popular. Oh, the head okay. bitch in charge. So is that Cheryl? Probably. It sounds like a Cheryl yeah. thing, which is who's my favorite. Yeah, so she's great. She's she's great. Um, I'm behind on Riverdale. Oh, I'm way behind. I think I've given up. I I have to. I finished the House of Haunted Hill, House Haunted thing. House in Korean House Town. No, no, it's just oh. a Haunted Hill Netflix. Hill. Yeah. I finished American Vandal, all of it. Yeah. Uh, I need some new things to watch. I need to finish the Ozark. I need to watch the final episode of The Purge. Oh, I'm, that was I have to watch that show. That's yeah. good. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, I've got yeah a lot to watch. Is there a head bitch in charge? In The Purge? Yeah. Uh, Don't spoil. Stop. Yeah, there is actually. All right. Yeah. Okay. She's well, dead. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> we get a recap. Uh, oh, 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 sorry. Let's just go back here, I guess, because obviously we're going to see Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair. That'll be great. Yeah, that'll be fun. Bianca Belair is doing her best, like, Cardi B impersonation in this in this promo, I thought, with the gum and the mm-hmm, and, like, the whole, like, really, really extra. Yeah. Like, you're going really over the top here. Even more but so it's than still, she's it's still, it still doesn't her. seem out of place. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't feel like someone no, trying to do it. Yeah. Um, she's great. We then go to a recap of Matt Riddle debuting last week here on NXT, and it cuts to him and Keith Lee. They're just buddies. They're walking through the halls of Full Sail University here, talking, having a laugh, sharing a moment. And this is where Cassius Ono, he's just... Hanging out, sitting in his underwear on the sitting, on the sound box, <laughs> sitting in his underwear on a sound box on his phone, watching YouTube videos of dogs. I don't know his glory days. <laughs> he says that he likes shiny new toys because they're real fun to break. Then he walks away, leaves, and Riddle and 
Lee here, like, huh, bro, Lee? And they walk off laughing. I don't know what I watched when I watched this one. I like all three of these guys. Are we getting a tag team called Bro Lee? Of course we are. The Dusty Classic Cup thing is coming. Oh, true. We need some tag teams. Bro Lee. When is that? Oh, they change the date every year. Bro Lee. It'll be January, I guess. Bro Lee. Bro Lee. Bro Lee Cow. Damn. Um, Okay, well, I just want to watch... Matt Riddle versus Cassius Owen. Yeah. That's what I want. I think we'll get that for okay, TakeOver. Cool. Alright. I think so. Okay. Be weird not to. Right. Um, we'll probably get Cassius Ono and Keith Lee sometime down the line as well. I want to see Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. Yeah. Be crazy. Um, I like how NXT has taken all like the hot talent from uh, Evolve. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, and then and you get in there. Yeah, you get Fabian Eichner. <laughs> <laughs> cool, good, good switch. All right, cool. And then this is what we do with it. Evolve puts the strap on Eichner, and I'll take you get Keith Lee, and get, here's Angelo Dawkins, <laughs> and we get Bro Lee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, watch Bro Lee be the greatest shit ever. So yeah. just remember the time we shit on it. I need uh, to get the T-shirt. I missed out on the Y2AJ AJ shirt, so I need to get the, the Bro Lee, Lee shirt. Yeah. yeah. Bro. Now's the time. We find out the answers why. The Gargano video that they received from their producers today. Here it is in its entirety. It's a camera phone, uh, sorry, a phone uh, like selfie video from Johnny Gargano. And he's walking somewhere in the dark and he starts talking to the camera. He says a lot of people have been asking him, why, Johnny, why? He says, NXT Universe, I've been open and honest with you. If you ask, I tell. Alistair, you walk on a path. I walk on a similar path. It just so happens you were in my way. It's nothing personal. I needed to get through you to get to Champa. He says that Alistair Black says that no man is truly good and no man is truly evil. Well, Alistair, you're confused, and I am not, because I am good. I am the hero. I am the good guy in this story. You see, I learned here in NXT that you gotta fight a little dirty sometimes. I'm letting you know that I'm not scared of you. You live in a dark place. Well, I live in a dark place too, and I'm not afraid of the dark. In fact, I'm kind of starting to like it. And then he slowly sits down and you realize that Johnny is where he attacked Alistair. He puts the camera, he says, do you recognize this spot? Well, you should. And then kind of dumps the camera and disappears. And that was the video. What'd Uh, you think of this? Have you ever seen this movie? Ah, it's a little indie flick called The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once or twice. Yeah. Um, there's a scene in this movie where the uh, the Joker has been running wild and rampant, and uh, the news have received this video in its entirety, but uh, what you are about to watch is disturbing. And then Bruce Wayne and uh, Alfred, they're watching on the TV, and it's the Joker, and he basically has that camera in the selfie position mm-hmm. and starts talking. Now... If you watch that 
and you watch this Gargano thing, I am telling you, he took from that. Right. Movie. The way the mannerisms of Heath Ledger that, uh, you know, a lot of people praise him for, a lot of the, the mouth, like, yeah. licking the lips, kind of like weird things that the Joker did, Johnny Gargano now does. <laughs> the symbiote has taken over and turned Johnny Gargano, your hero, into the villain. See, some men just want to watch the world burn, and Johnny Gargano is one of them. What do you think? Am I off there? No, no, you're completely yeah. right. I, I like this a lot. He... Like, for bad guys, you need them to believe what they're doing is right and good. Yes, like, of course. And and he sold me. Like, it made complete sense what he was saying. It's like, he was in the way. He's still, like, just obsessed with Champa. Right. And getting that title off right. him. I think we're going to see him interfere in that match to help Champa win. Oh, God. Because no. he wants to get that belt from Champa. Ugh, I don't know. And there's still, like, Dream started the whole Johnny Failure thing. Right and all that, I can see, I can see Gargano helping Champa retain. I hope that doesn't happen. Listen, I called Gargano being the guy who took him out because I wanted to see yep. this turn, and the turn itself, one of my favorites, mm. and I really like this as well um, because it's simple too. Yeah, fuck, like he's basically like fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about you. I'm trying to do my own thing. Yeah, and I'm still a good guy, and I like that. Like you said, yeah. it's good. when they tw he's twisted. He's fucked up. He thinks he's good, but he's actually doing terrible things. Um, I, I think um, Gargano should stay away from Champa until after this. Until after like the dust settles. You still have the TakeOver Rumble. So you need to kind of fill that space. So you need Gargano to keep busy until then. And then you bring it back into full circle. Somehow, so I do not know. From, how, from here yeah. to this point, where we get Gargano being the... The weirdo in this video, in the dark here, acting like the Joker. Fast forward all the way till WrestleMania when we may or may not see Gargano, the, the, the hero that we deserve with the title. That's a long way to go. I, how do you I turn that again? I don't think you can. Yeah, like, do I don't do think that? that's long enough. Like, I could see DIY being in this Dusty tournament. <laughs> like... That's what wow. I'm saying. Oh, wait, so you're saying get Champa to retain, oh. rejoin, and then he turns on Champa, and then turns on Champa. Okay, sure, let's do that. Yeah, because last week, um, when if you've been on like social media, Champa has been posting up like, "Hey Johnny, Ugh. like let's be teams again." Let's he's be like, "I'm it. proud of yeah, you." Yeah, he's like, like "I'm so proud of you." Finally, seen the light. Yeah, and all this yeah. Kind of stuff. So maybe you're right. That's the way you get them to. You, you get. Johnny to join back with Champa. You could have DIY Bro Lee in the finals of the Dusty Classic. That would be sick. And then Gargano turns on Champa. They win, and he turns on Champa. And then you get the title at Mania shot there. Yeah. Boom. We just booked a whole fucking year of NXT. <laughs> uh, all from this. Uh, yeah, I like where this is going. I'm wondering if people... Like, Johnny Gargano, when he was really hot with, you know, the Andrade match, with mm. the, the whole Champa storyline, people were really into him. I'm wondering what people think now. Like... Who, who listening is it with me on the Gargano you're thing? Not, you're not going to be able to get him as that white hot baby face again for a while. For a while, yeah. Like, I, I can't see it happening in time for Mania. Right. Oh, I think I think he'll if, if they do what we just kind of mm. fantasy booked, he will be. Yeah, 100%. He'll be so hot for that. Because it's like, hey, I just tricked... I, I did all this shit and it was terrible, but I'm coming. I did it all to get you. Do you remember that moment when um, Daniel Bryan was with the Wyatt? Yeah, and it, unfortunately, it didn't last 
that long. Yeah, it yeah. could have lasted longer, but still, that's one of the best moments right, on Raw in back, yeah. years. Yeah. The, in the cage, where he's yes. got the whole place going for him. Like, you could have that kind of moment. You will. You will. We just booked it. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. When, I, when we say it happens, it happens. It's like they listen to yeah. us. It's strange. I was like, yeah, Gargano's got to be the bad guy. He's going to turn. It's going to be a biggest fucking turn. And then the guy did it. I was like, oh, shit. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. Superheroes need to turn evil, too. As I said before, what I like with NXT is all the characters are connected in some way. Yes. So as I said, you've got this Champer and Dream feud going on. Right. And Gargano's doing his old thing, but he's he's linked with that. Black is still linked with right. Champer because... He never really got his rematch. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these little pieces that are moving around, and you can have them distracted with other things. Right. But and the commentators the... do a good job of it yeah. too, because because Nigel, when they're showing like the graphics for this match, Gargano mm. Black at Takeover, he's like NXT's most angriest man is Aleister Black. Like this guy yeah. wants to kill everybody. Uh, even in the promo with Gargano, I didn't go over that. He's like, you just go around black massing people, kicking people in yeah. the head. Like, who do you think you are? That kind of thing. Uh, I like it. The commentators did a, good, did a good job too, and they also protect the Champa Gargano thing. Yeah. So I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. Gargano, champion by Mania Takeover, but that match will be crazy. This black Gargano. Oh yeah. Because it's gonna oh, be yeah. so like. Uh, Do you see them aggressive. adding like no DQ or some? Uh, maybe not because you got the War Games match that yeah. you'll probably. Save you don't need it. Just beat the, sh- the shit yeah. out of each other. You could have black get a DQ at the end there too mm. he's just so mad he doesn't care yeah he's just so angry and then Gargano's like well I won yeah <laughs> uh, there's so much you could do with this heel Gargano I fucking love it I got into wrestling because of comic books mm. and I loved comic books when I was a kid because of bad guys yeah so it all links maybe I'm just a sadistic person we get a recap it was before that but I messed up so a recap of war games from last year and then basically like the whole year long since that of what went on with Undisputed Era including Roderick Strong turning on Pete Dunne in the Dusty Classic mm. Undisputed Era then you know uh, messing around with Ricochet uh, Ricochet taking the title from Adam Cole but still having that thorn of Undisputed Era in their side then the introduction of War Raiders and now War Games. So, Undisputed Era versus War Raiders, Ricochet, and Pete Dunne. Four on four, locked into two cages. This was a really cool package here because they're, mm. they're showing new footage of them talking and new and old footage of what's been going on and stuff like that. It looks really cool. I'm excited for I this thought match. that we were going to get the rules in this package. So, I, right. don't know, I don't know if they've quite decided what they're doing. I don't think they know the doing. rules. Because <laughs> obviously it's a different format from last year. Yeah. Um, they do announce, uh, Regal announces that yes. there'll be a singles match So next, next week. week, the, the go-home show, if you will, says there will be a singles match with competitors from each team. And uh, the winner of that match, their team will get the advantage. Yeah. So, like... I the, think the they're going to do the, the one-at-a-time yes. release. Whereas sure. last year, they released... They had three people start and then released the whole team. Right, um, okay. I think they should do the one-at-a-time one. thing. It will be one, yeah, definitely. And obviously, Undisputed are going to win that match because... The bad guys always get the advantage at war games. Yes, of course. They always do. They always win the Quintos. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's wrestling. Uh, we go to our main event. It is the Velveteen Dream versus Lars Sullivan. Velveteen Dream comes out in his sailor hat and his robe looking like Hugh Hefner, like I said. Now, I think he's wearing the sailor hat because he is in a feud with the champion, Tomasa Champa, saying that he 
is the captain of NXT. He is the guy who runs this place. He's the captain. He's the one who's been running this. He's been having matches. Remember, he had so many TV matches. He's been maybe not winning all his takeover matches, but every time he does, everyone's talking about mm. him. So he is, in fact, the, the captain of NXT going into Survivor Series weekend. What if Survivor Series did an NXT kind of thing? He would be the captain. Is what basically right, I'm yeah. saying. Um, Lars Sullivan is, is huge. Like the size difference oh, is crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is another guy. As I was saying, all these like pieces involved with the title picture. Right. He's another part of that as well. Yeah. It's, For sure. it's cool. You've got six guys really who are all... And then Undisputed as well will probably be involved somewhere down the line. It's, I do like how the characters connect. It's yeah. true. It's like a whole little universe here. Because WWE main roster is so, like... You said fluffy earlier. To yeah. It is that. They, they like to pretend we're fucking dumb. Every character lives on their own island yeah, yeah. with their feud and yeah. there's nothing else going on. Unless they're watching awkwardly TV of a yeah. match. They don't sideways. Know yeah, they always <laughs> sideways, awkwardly. They don't know what's going on. So it's like... And here, everyone knows everyone. There's like the six degrees of separation yeah. here. Because everyone fucks with everyone. It's great. It's so incestuous. Mm. Um, Lars versus Dream. Dream right away takes his jacket, his robe off, throws it at Lars when the bell rings, tries to attack him early, but Lars instantly just starts tossing him around. Um, Dream jumps over the top rope to the outside and just starts punching Lars. Um, the, if, if you didn't know, Dream is a face now. Yeah. Just letting everybody you know, know here. Uh, Lars basically does his back suplex toss on the outside into the apron. So he picks up Dream in a back suplex position. Instead of like, he just tosses him onto the apron. Looks so painful. Uh, throws him back in. Hits like these like haymaker clothesline. Only a two count. Um, he goes for like this like trap hold here and they're they're teasing that like wow like dream is done like he's out already and then he he fights back in the crowd they did a really good job of trying to get the crowd behind him because that's what exactly what they did commentary really sold that move as well because they were going this kind of move is normally there to just weaken an opponent it wouldn't right. end a match but look at this vice like grip and how big his hands are like Which i wouldn't be surprised if this ends it like, yeah yeah uh is it vic joseph who is filling in for more yes. yeah he's not bad he's good he's pretty i good. like him yeah he's, he grows on me um because Car- he- him and carmella are best mates really yeah so i did commentary with him at access <laughs> at access you got to do commentary so i sat with vic joseph and he's like signs my thing and he's like oh is that carmella and he's like, yeah, he's going, I'm going to write right next to it. And then took a photo and sent it to Carmella. Oh, yeah. Vic Joseph yeah. sliding in those DMs. Yeah. Vic Joseph is money. And then Big Cass shortly released after. Oh, oh. Big Vic. Big Vic <laughs> sliding in. Oh, damn. Big Joseph just became my new favorite. Yeah. Wow. Love it. I mean, uh, allegedly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Vic Joseph allegedly is my favorite. <laughs> Um, well, Vic Joseph does a good job of commentary in this match, I have to say. So shout out Vic Joseph. Someone tell Vic Joseph he's doing a fine job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, now I'm just thinking of Vic Joseph and Carmella now. It's terrible. Uh, back to the match. The trap hold. Dream gets out of it. He finally breaks free. The crowd is going crazy. He fights back. Lars goes for his pop-up power slam, but Dream counters with a pop-up drop kick. Then another missile drop kick off the top. He goes to lift Lars onto his shoulders for the Dream Valley driver, but he can't lift him. And that is when Lars does, in fact, connect with the pop-up power slam. But Dream kicks out. They fight up on the top rope. 
Lars throws Dream all the way to the, the ground, goes for his flying headbutt, but literally in the last second possible, Dream mi rolls out of the way, Lars misses it, and this is where Dream, in fact, does hit the Dream Valley driver. He quickly goes up top for the elbow attempt, but this is where Tomasa Champa runs down the ramp to distract him. Instead, Dream jumps off the top with a double axe handle to him. But as he jumps back in the ring to fight off Lars, he hits Dream with the freak accident, the five-star slam, if you will. And Lars pins Velveteen Dream. After the match, Champa comes in there, starts attacking Dream. He puts the title belt lays it out flat and goes for his finisher, the, the angel's wings, or what does he call his version of it? I'm forgetting on the name of it. I'm, I, I swear he gave it a name. He's got, that's not Project Champer, is no, it? No, no, that's, that's his lung blower power bomb. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm blanking on what he calls it, but I grew up watching Christopher Daniels, so I'm calling it the angel's wings right now. Champa goes for that on Dream onto the title, but Dream fights out of it, super kicks him, um, and then hits his like twisting inverted DDT, and goes up top for the elbow drop, but all these referees and people come down and stop him. Like, hey, stop, stop, stop. They break it up. The crowd wants to see him fight, but they won't let him. He finally says, fine, Dream walks up the ramp, but then runs back down, climbs up top, hits the elbow drop off the top, the purple Rainmaker elbow onto Champa. As he's laying there, he picks up the NXT title and holds it up as if he just had won it himself. I thought this was a great uh, lead way to, to make sure if you're kind of wishy-washy or new to NXT, you know that Dream is the face and is the yeah. good guy in this match. They needed to heat up this match they as did. well. Um, and this did that. Uh, I, I enjoyed the match as well. I think Lars is just getting better and better each yeah, week. Yeah, Lars will be on the main roster. Um, he's great. Um, I like Lars more than Braun Strowman. I, you said that a few weeks ago, and I wasn't sure, but he's starting to get his formula together well, yeah. like with what he can do. Right. And but imagine if Braun was in NXT for a long time, which he wasn't. No. Braun was there for not very long. He didn't really have matches. No, like he, he was didn't. training at the yeah, 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 stuff, yeah. but he wasn't They're like, TV. wow, he's big. I remember That's when right. he was signed, they like, this guy's got big fucking hands. Let's yeah. bring him in. And then now he's... I'm just not a Braun fan. Fair. But I, I, Lars is slowly, you know... Getting better and better and better. Yeah. So uh, I thought this was good booking as well because it it gave Lars the win, which normally is surprising considering right, right. Dream's going for the title. But obviously it was a screwy finish. So Lars looks strong. Uh, Dream, Dream looks like a end. total baby face yeah, at the end. He, he looks off. Yeah. He looks good with that belt. Yeah, yeah. So Dream could be the NXT champion come war games. Mm. It's possible. Like, hey, that could be a swerve as well. Yeah, in the title for it wouldn't bit. it wouldn't shock me. Uh, I really love Dream. Like I've said on this show, he is future money for the WWE. He's got every single thing going for him. Yeah. The look, the the, the talking, the actual in-ring, the everything. He's literally got it. You could put his shit on t-shirts and people will fucking buy it. And he's still young. So Velveteen Dream, only going to the top. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Um, decent episode of NXT. The, the main event really held it together for me. Yeah. Um, I'm ex super excited for this takeover card. Oh, it looks it's fantastic. It's definitely one of the most fun yeah. cards you'll see all year, just because it looks so crazy. Yeah. Um, as well as Survivor Series, I'm really looking forward to seeing Seth Rollins versus Nakamura. If Nakamura can, like... Step up? Yeah. 
Like, buddy, he hasn't it up. for a no. long time. I'm going to say Seth's, something. Seth's killing it. So if anyone's going to drag it out of him, Seth will be the guy. Um, controversial topic. Uh, how do I say this? Nakamura mm. has had one amazing match in the WWE. And, and it was against one. Sami Zayn. Yeah. Tell me what he's done lately. No, I, I'm, I completely right, cool. agree. Am I getting heat for um, that? Probably. Like pe- people give, um, people would give Roman and Cena like a lot of flack for like the five moves of Doom, but everyone has their five moves, yeah, and like it's does. same with Nakamura. And the difference is the other two guys I mentioned. You get more emotionally invested in their matches. Like it's the whole AJ program was a not disappointment. Good. I didn't like it at all. Um, and I, I'd say like not technically technically worst match of the year but worst match of the year because it had so much hype hype and it should have been fantastic and it wasn't right um, you were there yeah and it was a letdown yeah so like this could be the if given time this could be the match where nakamura finally like looks great this could be a fantastic match i hope it is and aj versus but there's a brock. big if over it yeah aj versus brock uh i see aj winning that I hope hopefully he does um yeah. That was a great match last year. Brock's probably last best match, good match he's had. Yeah, I think so. Um, and well, Becky Ronda should be fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Both both cards look great. Like next weekend for wrestling, compared to the Crown Jewel shit we just had. Like <laughs> you got Survivor Series and Takeover War Games. Both yeah will be fantastic. I think. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. Shall we do a bit of two hundred five? Oh, did you watch two hundred five? I did indeed. All right, you have two hundred and five seconds. Okay, Drake Maverick announces that the Cruiserweight Championship match between Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali will take place at Survivor Series. What? Yeah, they haven't had a uh, Cruiserweight match at pay-per-view what? for a while. Uh, tonight we'll get Lince Dorado and Kalisto versus TJP and Mike Kanellis, and Mark Andrews versus Buddy Murphy. Uh, TJP and Mike Kanellis versus Kalisto and Lince Dorado. Uh, TJP enters wearing Grand Metalik's mask, which he took last week. Uh, there's a pretty bad video promo from the Lucha House Party. They're playing with piñatas and, I don't know, something, saying that they've disrespected their heritage. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is them saying this? This is Lucha House Party. While they're playing They've with- got piñata. They're talking about piñatas. Then oh. they're like, yo, TJP, you disrespected our heritage. Oh, and stuff like no. that. Um, At least they didn't come out, come out on Juan Deere tractors. <laughs> Remember when they did that? Like Mexicals? Yeah. Um, TJP goes for the mask straight away uh, Kalisto sits on TJP and spanks him uh, the crowd are singing Nigel give us a wave uh, Dorado gets tagged and hits a splash on TJP who tags out uh, the Lucha House Party pose Canellis blows Maria a kiss and Dorado whacks him in the face uh, TJP hits a cheap shot on Dorado and tags him back in TJP and Canellis hit a load of double team moves Kalisto gets tagged in and fires up, hits his corkscrew crossbody, does his, uh, like, roll-through kick, you know, that Johnny Gargano does yes. as well, where you, like, go for the pin but roll around and kick him. Uh, Canellis takes the advantage by tripping Kalisto. Dorado hits a moonsault first from the second rope, then he gets up, hits a moonsault from the... Sorry, from the first rope, then hits one from the second rope, and then hits a big one from the third rope, uh, but only a two-count... Uh, Kalisto and Dorado hit a double moonsault to the outside. Uh, TJP then locks in his knee bar on Dorado, but Kalisto breaks it up. 
Uh, Dorado goes for a pin and TJP rips his mask off again. <gasps> but Lince Dorado's wearing another mask what? underneath. Um, TJP turns around. He does his little floss and then uh, hits a Kaharakarana for the pin. Kalisto can't floss. Lince Dorado's got it, but Kalisto tries after and he just, I got it. He can't do it. I can you do can it. do it now. I can do it now. Yeah. It took me, like, it's it's already old news now. Yeah. You know whenever WWE covers something, you know it's already done. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, I, I learned how to do it now. Yeah. Do you know how to do it? Yeah, I can do it. You can't do it. No, you've done it. I've shown you. No, you're lying. Um, He's lying. I know you're lying. There's a video of Cedric Alexander training at the Performance Center. Um... The commentary are like, yeah, he's he's really in this slump at the moment. He's going back to back to the training center to like get good again and huh. uh, shake off all the all the losses he's had. Damn. Uh, Leo Rush comes in and makes fun of him for training with the rookies. Cedric says, if Leo Rush uh, trained, like he could be champion. Uh, he's got the talent, but like he doesn't have the right attitude. Right. Uh, Basically, Leo Rush challenges him to a match that will be next week. Um, Leo Rush is against a guy called John Morrell. It's just some jobber. For a lot of the match, I thought he had Turd written on the back of his trunks. Uh, I later saw that it actually said Turbo, but it looked like Turd for you most know, of the match. You know what Turbo is? What? Power Rangers. The good movie. Yeah. Turbo is the second yeah. movie in that, in that franchise. We should review that one day. Um, Morel takes Rush by surprise early on and gets the advantage. Uh, this basically pisses off Rush because he's like, who is this jobber? And he shows a much more aggressive side. So he's throwing Morel against the barricade. Um, he hits a, a really devastating rolling cannonball into the corner. Uh, hard Irish whip to the corner, followed up by the final hour frog splash for the pin. Um, Rush then takes the mic and dedicates the win to someone who truly inspires him, Cedric Alexander. Um, the first part of this promo felt like uh, just reading the lines he's learned. Sure. Then it gets really good. Like, I didn't note down what he put, but check out this promo. Rush, like, has it. He was a really fucking good promo. Uh, he ends it by saying, The Age of Alexander meets its final hour. Tick tock. Damn. Um, yeah, I like this promo. Thought he was pretty good. Rush has to have something for him to get that quick push. So yeah. Quick. Like, it was literally like, I saw him at Smash Wrestling, and then like two months later, guy's on fucking Raw. It's like, how did that happen? It's like, Enzo's gone, and Rush has slotted yeah. right into like, that place, he... but he can wrestle as yeah. well. So, uh, honestly, this check out this promo. I was really impressed. Good for him. Um, there's then that same Mark Andrews video package we've seen a million times. Literally, we saw it for the first UK tournament. We saw it for that set of UK tapings. We saw it for the second UK tournament. We've seen it at NXT 205. It's like, I'm not just doing this for the UK, but I'm doing this for Cardiff, Wales. We've seen it a million times. Um, I hate Mark Andrews' entrance as well. He comes out to this stupid music. Why does he come out to his own music? It is, I think. Is it? I think so. He's like waving his arm around. He just looks like a... A guy in his thirties trying to be seventeen. It's, it's like when yeah, it's like he he was in a band and then like it's it wasn't going well for him. Like not actually like this is his gimmick. Yeah, he look he's he's probably younger than me. Like yeah, but he doesn't come across that. No, because it looks awkward. It I've just, watched him in TNA quite a bit. Yeah, uh, when he was there, and I've seen him on the indies. Dude can go. Oh, he's and great. You know what? He's in a band. I'm pretty sure he sings and like plays bass or something. Mm. And like he's got everything to kind of be like. 
go somewhere. I think the problem is now, so like when when they first brought him in, it was cool, but we've seen him on these kind of one-shot matches mm-hmm. all the time that he ends up losing, and like they bring him out in front of the UK fans, but the UK fans have seen a lot of him. Yes. So he's kind of overexposed, but yeah. not even winning with it. So yeah, yeah. It, I feel bad for him because he's really good, but I just don't care. You watch someone like Pete Dunn, right? Yeah. Guy comes out and it's like, he's oh, he's the UK. Deal. He's like serious. It's yeah. dangerous. He doesn't look like a goof. Mm. He's like serious. And then Mark Andrews comes out waving his hand, dancing to his music. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't have the skateboard anymore, which I'm like, thank fuck. Yeah. Don't do that. And does he still wear the cap backwards? He's got his stupid hat backwards. Like, listen, I love wearing hats backwards. Yeah. But, you know, at my job, I'm not on TV all the time. Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, act the part that... What's the saying? Dress for the job you want to have, not for the job you have. Mark Andrews, act like you're a fucking real wrestler. Don't act like you're some jobber. Yeah. And maybe it'll work out. I have a feeling it will. He's young. He's going to go some places. He's good, actually. Um... The match is very even to start with. So this is, yeah, Buddy Murphy against Mark Andrews. Um, oh, Buddy Murphy cuts a promo saying that uh, fairy tales aren't real and the bad guy always wins and he is the baddest guy Ooh. set to end Ali's fairy tale. Damn. Um, oh, that's right. We got a Mustafa Ali promo as well saying he's waited seven months for his, his next shot. shot. Right. Um, Match starts, they're both very even to start with. Andrews goes for a standing shooting star, but lands on his feet as Buddy moves. Andrews goes for a Harakarana, but is caught it for a powerbomb, but reverses this into a sunset flip for a two-count. Andrew, Andrews hits a Tope Rana to the outside. Uh, Murphy long darts Andrew onto the second turnbuckle. Uh, there's a core group of fans just char- chanting Nigel, like the fans aren't <laughs> into anything. It's in the UK here, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, Andrews hits a reverse Rana spiking Buddy Murphy on his head this looked pretty cool sending him to the outside there's a Tope Suicida from Andrews sending Buddy over the announce table uh, rolling uh, running rolling senton off of the stairs Buddy goes for Murphy's law but it gets countered by Andrews who stomps on the chest and hits a standing twisting shooting star uh, Murphy catches a moonsault and reverses it into a powerbomb for a two count we get the uh, stun gun millionaire to Murphy Andrews goes to the top for the shooting star but Murphy gets the knees up and a flying knee to the face followed by Murphy's law for the three nice yeah it was it was fine I like Buddy Murphy yeah I like Buddy Murphy he's come he's, he's coming his own yeah. him against Mustafa Ali should yeah. be really good I hope I hope they put it on the main show I hope it's not oh right pre-show. oh that'll be on the pre-show yeah which is too bad uh, I like Mustafa Ali I like Buddy Murphy I think that they could have a, a little bomb burner of a match there uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, that wasn't 205 seconds. Well, we talked a bit as well. Uh, uh, that's not part of the I'm deal. I'm sorry, I failed again. Yep. You know what happens when you talk over 205? It takes away next week's oh. time. Do you know how much time <laughs> you have next week? Like None. None. Negative. Yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you axing this segment? No, 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 no. No, I think some people like 205 Live. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know. Let David know. At Davey Portman. Uh, let's go to some feedback. Uh, we should. Forum.postwrestling.com um, is the post-wrestling forum. It's free to sign up. We have been saying, hey, you know, if you haven't posted and you listen and you want to, it's free. You don't have to do It's not hard. You just join up with your email and then you, you comment and write about uh, NXT or ask us questions. Forum.postwrestling.com. 
Let's see if we have any new ones today. Let's go to the first one here from Tranquilo. He says, Mia Yim, head bitch in charge. Respectfully, of course. I thought she was going to say that. Bro Lee should win Dusty Cup, and you know I love Ono. I can't wait for Ono versus the bro. Ono versus the bro. Love it. Nice. Uh, Chris Thunder from Australia. Uh, NXT, happy to see Heavy Machinery get a win over Aces and Eights. Uh, uh, I mean, Forgotten Sons. Uh, hashtag Team Kit Captain Dakota Kai has another great showing. Is she a future NXT Women's Champion? And Five Star Lars strikes it again. I can't see her winning the title, personally. Not right now. Not um, anywhere near now. Uh, 205 Live, TJP wearing one of the Lucha House Party's masks during his entrance is old school heel heat. Mike Kanellis looks shredded now at 205 pounds. Uh, the finish was a page out of the great luchador Mil Mascaras. Yes, yes. The double mask. Right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and he's left some NXT UK feedback. Uh, Dunn versus Birch for the UK Championship was a great TV match. Tony Storm versus Dakota Kai and Amir Jordan hey. versus Zach, uh, Zach Gibson were both good matches. Yeah, I want to check out this week because Amir uh, is making his UK NXT debut. Uh, wow. And you can go back in the archives and find that interview yeah, one of your with friends. Amir Jordan. Yeah, really great interview. Especially now considering if he continues to keep going on TV and then listening back to that. Yeah. It's pretty interesting because his whole story was really cool. Um, but also Tony Storm versus Dakota Kai. Might need to. Yeah, I'm behind on the UK thing. They've they screwed me by dumping two episodes at a yeah, time. Yeah, when you do that, I'm I'm out. Like, yeah, that's you lose my interest because it's like, oh, you don't care about it, so why should I? Yeah, is how I see it. Um, he says this will be his last feedback for a while because he's uh, cancelled his network subscription. Oh, he says due to he Crown Jewel. Yeah, he says because of Crown Jewel, he has cancelled his subscription. I know a lot of people have done that. Yeah, um, and I agree with their decision. I do not subscribe to WWE Network. I just. Leech off yours. Yeah. So that's great. Um, so he's not going to post feedback, which is sad. So we just lost Chris. We Hunter. miss you. We miss you already. Um, we go to James S. Long time, first time. Wait. James from London. I knew it. I knew we'd get another long time, first time. <laughs> Love it. Heavy machinery, heavy machinery match was good. These guys need to get pushed. Dakota Kai's kicks look awesome. Surely she's next for Shayna. Lars is the GOAT. Just make him universal champion now. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you, good sir. Um, Dakota, obviously people are into Dakota Kai. I just yeah. feel like just from that match tonight, I was not sold on anything from her. No. And I've seen some good stuff from her, but nothing from this episode. But he's not wrong. Lars will be universal champion. <laughs> uh, see no evil from Yonkers. Uh, since I'm not sure if you guys saw the NXT UK episodes this week, I figured I'd give some feedback sure. on those. Uh, this new trio of Wolfgang and the Coffee Brothers seems to be a force to reckon with, and I would love for them to go head-to-head -head with British Strong Style, Sanity, and the Undisputed Era down the line. Eddie Dennis has an intriguing look. He's like if you mixed Johnny Gargano and Luke Harper into one person. Whoa. Some OG NXT matches as well. Pete Dunne and Danny Burch was really damn good. And Tony Storm and Dakota Kai had a nice showcase as well. Looks like the NXT UK Women's Tournament will start next week and yes. should be fun. Zach Gibson and Amir Jordan was a quick but good match, and the Gibson and Trent Seven feud sounds great. But Davey, maybe you can shed light on what this put your shoe up for Gibson thing. Shoes off for Gibson! Um, I don't know entirely. I know there's a football chant which goes, stand up if you hate Tottenham, yes. stand up, because Tottenham suck. <laughs> um, so, uh, 
Yeah, and they've just. I don't. I don't know what the shoe is. It's take fun. Your shoes I off like it. Gibson. Uh, that's not the Who tune. Throws his shoe. <laughs> Isn't it? Take your shoes off. No, it's shoes off. If you hate Gibson, oh, right. shoes off. If you hate Gibson, you just say anything in a British accent and I'll find it. I know it's a long shot, but how awesome would a NXT NXT UK two hundred five live uh, two hundred five live Survivor Series match be? Or can you see them do a mashup takeover or WWE special down the road? Even with the evolved guys, if possible, uh, I see them more likely to do separate takeovers. Um, I'd like to see them put two hundred five matches on the takeovers. Yeah, imagine a five on five, two hundred five live cruiserweight. That's weird. Cruiserweight five on five Survivor Series match would be pretty hectic, but pretty fun. I yeah. would say um, they've done it before in uh, older cruiserweight things. He. Uh, goes on to say he'll be going to Evolve next month, so we'll give us a full report. Yes, please do. Anyone who goes to anything involving NXT or Evolve, we always love uh, live reports and feedback and stuff like that. So again, love it. And wants to know, who do you think would benefit doing some Evolve shows? Like who would... Mm, I don't know. Lars Sullivan. I would say Dream, but he did some. Yeah. Uh, Lars Sullivan, just because, like, why not? More, yeah. more in ring for you, more better you get. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're doing... I think it's a good idea, sending those guys down that they're not really using. Jalen from Pickering, he says, Holy pop-up, world's strongest slam. Otis is a little NXT gem. Velveteen has all the drip. The man managed to make a captain's hat and a shiny bathrobe look great. <laughs> And I'm already enjoy, enjoying justified but slightly delusional tweener Gargano. I don't know how you come up with a finish for his match with Black. And I don't know how you get him back being the top babyface. But that's NXT, NXT job to figure it out and mine to enjoy. Well, we already booked it. Yeah. <laughs> so d- there's going to be a DQ from Black. So Gargano lose, uh, wins but like gets beat up and then says, well, you know, I, I, yeah. I beat you. So fuck you. Um, or Champa inter- intervenes. I see it being the other way around. I right. see Gargano interfering, helping oh, Champa God. retain. It uh, could be. Uh, so we'll enjoy watching. PJ River. Uh, very good opening match. I was really surprised as I was ready to skip it. Glad to see Tainara Cutie. Her strength is definitely those facial expressions. I just hope they don't make a triple threat for the NXT Championship. A straight Velveteen versus Champa match could be gold. Yeah, that was something I was thinking are they going to insert Lars? Right. If they don't, I see him involved with the finish, maybe, rather oh, than Gargano. Okay. I don't want uh, that. Which I prefer my booking. Yeah. Um, side note, I am watching NXT versus WWE on Up, Up, Down, Down. They are learning how to play League of Legends with top players and then will face each other. I love Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah. Um, I still... I've been begging begging and bugging you to down... We've been playing WWE 2K, yeah. the new one, and we're obsessed. Yeah. We're obsessed with it. Um... In fact, we need to get the new Ricochet download, I yeah. think. Um, but I want to play... What's that popular... What's the game? The shooting game? For, uh, Fortnite? Fortnite. I want to play... I don't it. understand it. I've tried. Oh, I, you've I tried just, it. I just die in a storm. I don't know what I'm doing. I like literally... I see no one for 10 minutes. And then you die. And then I Are die you sure in a you're storm. you're playing it? Like you yeah, just I just, I don't know. I need someone to show I don't know much about video games, but I feel like I want to play it. Yeah. It looks like fun. And I want to play Red Dead 2. Sure. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll start our own up, up, down. Fun. Uh, Mystery. He says, first time leaving feedback, but I have a question regarding the NXT Women's Champion 2 out of 3 falls. So first time, long time. 
He says, uh, it's looking like it will be the end of the rivalry, but I have no idea who will win. My brain tells me Shane will win, but at the same time, my heart says her winning is a really bad idea for the health of the division outside of Kyrie. There are no credible baby faces left to oppose Shayna. Uh, there's Lacey Evans and Bianca Belair who are clear-cut heels, and Bianca is probably having a match against Mia Yim next week and winning to further her undefeated streak. Dakota seems more involved with NXT UK, Nikki Cross seems like she's getting called up to SmackDown, and Candice LeRae seems to be turning along with her husband. Do you guys personally think it would be a good idea to put the title back on Kyrie? Because I feel like it would be a better for the division. I was thinking that, but I don't think you're going to want to break up this uh, like MMA faction when you've got going on. Because I, I feel as soon as Shayna loses it, she's got to go up. She can't... She's sure. not going to be staying there. I kind of agree with but him I here, know, though. Like, because... Bianca, Kyrie is a much better program than Shayna. Who would it be? You could, like, hotshot Mia Yim into that picture, but that seems no. too soon. Yeah, I would say Kyrie Bianca is the next slot there, really, mm. realistically. And then you could even do heel Candice down the line. I mean, if Bianca doesn't yeah. win. I don't know. Um, because because who does Shayna face? What's the... You could Bianca as a face, but not really. No, she's too good as a heel. Like, there isn't that much Dakota Kai, I guess. But that just doesn't seem... I don't know. Yeah. It's tough to either go either way there. But, uh, but uh, that's all the feedback. That's it. We did it. Yeah. Uh, forum.postwrestling.com, um, as we get first-time long-times. We love first-time long-times. You know, we also love first-time long-times who review us on whatever podcast app you use. So iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to us right now, give us a review or a rating or tweet us or something. We just want to know that you're listening yeah. and that you love us. Uh, so thank you. Uh, postwrestling.com. At the Bray D on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us. We will be at Ring of Honor. We'll be posting some Snapchats and stories or whatever about that. So go follow all of that stuff. We will be there with John Away. Uh, David, would you like to say anything else? Uh, yeah, you can uh, find me at Davey Portman on Twitter and Instagram. Um, that's about it from me. That's about it. Well, we're going to go uh, clean up the... What was it? A tortilla that you... What was it? A quesadilla. You're cleaning that up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's disgusting. Uh, don't burn the house down. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday. Postwrestling.com. Goodbye. I love you. Be safe. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you... 
a little help never hurt. Especially the hot, caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.